Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back, everyone, to the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Joan Kelly Walker. An incredible guest today, Monica Kreshmer, the founder and CEO of the Universal Women's Network, the Women Inspiration Awards, support her, and so much more. Welcome, Monica. So nice to have you here today. So, okay, we have, uh, we've got a lot to get through uh, before our time is up. Now, I want to talk about something else that you have started called Mentor Her, which is a new mentorship program. And uh, you're saying that in one to three hours a month, you can mentor a woman elsewhere in Canada. How important do you feel that mentorship is? And like, what's your structure for that in one to three hours? How does that make a difference? So thank you, Joan. Um, that's I'm super, super excited about the mentorship program. We launched that in 2017. And it was based on, again, the core values of the company, courage, confidence, commitment, and integrity. So it fit nicely into quarterly themes. Um, this month, actually, tomorrow, we have our group mentorship call. And the theme is to take us through the end of the year on confidence. So we have a mentorship um, group call once a month where we invite women from across Canada. And actually, men are invited as well to join in the conversation. And and then we talk about celebrating your success. And this one, the call once a month is really to build relationships with all of the people that are in the program, all of the members in our organization. So we celebrate your successes. We give an opportunity to say, hey, you know, when somebody says, so nice to meet you, what do you do? And then you have that little bit of a pitch. You get to elevator pitch. Your elevator pitch. You get to test it out there, right? And and then all of a sudden there's a little bit of um, a guest speaker that will come on um, because we did a lot of events in person. While with our organization growing, I thought it was really important to bring that online as well. So we have a guest speaker um, that will come and share her journey, her success journey. And then we end off with helping somebody overcome a challenge. So everybody can put their minds together and and really come towards supporting that one uh, person with their challenge. And what it actually happens is that you help more than just that one person person Mm -hmm. because they're vocalizing it but everybody else is feeling it too so those are really cool um calls and then our mentors work one-on-one with their mentee and you know it's online so virtually anywhere in Canada and all of our women of inspiration end up becoming mentors in our program which is that circle of reciprocity that is so important because we didn't ever we don't ever achieve success without um, some help and support along the way mm-hmm. and that's why paying for that knowledge is so critical yeah and also in the workplace I, I find the more you can seek out people that will mentor you even if it's for a short period of time that building those types of relationships it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a friendship but I find that people are generally very happy to to help guide someone else and and pay back that way but it's you know it's hard for certain people to ask for that so you know this this is great to just put it out there even that much further so people think okay this is something I should be doing to ask for something for myself but a lot of people find it hard to do that and I think a lot of it too Joan is the commitment piece people get really scared about taking on more commitment and I Mm -hmm. think that's true for mentors as well as mentees but the beautiful thing that happens when you're in a mentor mentee relationship is both people win Um, there's that 
knowledge sharing where, you know, you're, you might be a couple steps or way more than a couple steps above your mentee, but it kind of takes you back to the basics sometimes. And you end up learning from that experience as well. And, you know, like one to two hours a month, um, to commit to somebody to make a huge impact is huge. And I know that when I was going through my rebuild, I had a coach that I worked with and I, uh, much of it is a blur, but I know that that was integral for me to include that into the program because I know how valuable it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I think I'm hearing you say is that you have taken control of your own uh, future mm-hmm. and you're seeking people around you to help you support that and create that. And that's a really powerful message for other people uh, that are maybe freshly out of a relationship where they're wondering, like, how do I do this? Like, you know, a lot of people are in a fog of having small kids or working and having kids or being a single parent and, you know, running the house, running the, having the kids. Um, it, It sometimes is difficult, I think, for people to just take ownership of that and say, okay, I need to plan. I need to Mm. sort myself out and how do I do that? And you know, one thing um, at the booklet for the Women of Inspiration Awards, I've never seen this before and how many galas have I attended? And I always flip through the books to see, you know, how they're put together. I love it. The back two pages are completely blank, except for on the top, you've written on one side, my manifesto and on the other side, my dreams. So you've given an opportunity here to remind people, especially not to do it at the gala, but to take it home and say, okay, what are my dreams? What is my manifesto? Right? So how do you how do you use those tools to further what you're doing? Oh my goodness. I, I always say that I'm operating on autopilot. Um, I, I definitely am very spiritual. You know, I don't know if it goes into that for this segment, but sure it does. I, I'm a very spiritual person and I stepped into my power actually when I went through adversity. I, I had the gut feelings and the intuition, but I ignored it. And, you know, when you when you reach kind of almost bottom level, you just reach for something bigger to help pull you through. And um, I, I definitely just seek answers mm-hmm. and I go. So um, I dream big <laughs> all the time. And I know the quote that says, you know, if you're, if you're, dr- if you're, um, dreams don't scare you they're you're, they're not big enough and i can literally say every day i scare the pants off myself <laughs> like good girl right it, but i mean that's what we're here to do mm-hmm. we're here to make an impact we're here to you know and to not be afraid to say afraid. here's what my dreams are and this is what my vision is but we can talk more about this after the break because we do have to take one and this is the dating relationship show and we'll be right back You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back, everyone, to the Dating and Relationship Show here at Global News 640 Toronto. I'm Joan Kelly Walker, and I'm very pleased to be joined today with a special guest who just flew in all the way from Calgary just for this show. We're here in Toronto today. We have Monica Kreshmer, the founder and CEO of the Universal Women's Network, among many other things, including the Women of Inspiration Awards, Support Her, and so much more. Monica's a visionary, an inspirational speaker, and advocate 
advocate for women. She's a voice that should be shared. And right before the break, Monica, we were talking about your journey of you went through a very difficult separation and divorce from your husband. You became homeless and you be, you became a single parent and you really felt like your circle had closed where you really kept it to four or five main contacts or people that were supporting you. So let's let's um you know pick it up you were you were talking about your lawyer was instrumental as uh, someone defending you legally and also as a friend and then the women of inspiration awards were created by you to support her. So let's talk about when the light at the end of the tunnel started to shine. How did that happen? Well, you know, it, I call it because I visualize that light at the end of the tunnel. That's when you're like, okay, what am I actually going to do? Because your whole world had been so dark for so long and just really just getting through the next day and the next day. And I thought, you know, I, I actually signed a document um, that said I couldn't be sued for eight months. And I thought, oh, my God, this is like a get out of jail card for me. <laughs> I What eight am months. I going to do for eight months? And I thought, you know what, I've got to make an impact immediately. And I thought I've been tested beyond what I would ever put myself through ever. Um, what I'm going to do. And so I decided that I was going to build um, a company that was foundation on my core values, which are courage, confidence, commitment, and integrity. And it was actually those core values that got me through everything that I went through. So I was like, okay, if I'm going to build a company and there's core values, what are they? And then I had to go look at what my core values were. And those became the core values of Canadian Business Chicks, which is now branded into the Universal Women's mm-hmm. Network. And I also knew at that time that I would have a celebration to give her a legacy. I wanted to make sure that we celebrated the everyday hero, the one that goes and, and just does her work every single day because she's passionate about what she does. Um, and not necessarily and is Because it's highlighted. the right thing to do. And it's the right thing to do. And you believe so strongly in, in your work and, and serving others. And that was where Women of Inspiration came from. And it's, so what did that first original celebration, that, you know, the first Women of Inspiration award to your <laughs> lawyer, what was that like? Just a, a personal dinner? Or uh, how, like, how did you formalize that? Well... That was the interesting part. When I had this idea that we would have a woman, woman of inspiration awards, I had this grand vision, like the big vision always, you know, let's have a room full of people and we'll celebrate. I opened up nominations and there was only one winner. Um, and that, of course, was a legacy winner for Diane. But we had a breakfast on a Saturday morning. Doors opened at 7 a.m. And we had 200 people in the room. Mm. And when I looked around the people that came in, there was, you know, um, you know, some city, uh, iconic city philanthropy, um, you know, business-minded people in the room. Like Brett Wilson came. Mm. Manjit Minha came. We had our deputy mayor, um, Diane Colley-Eckert, who was actually nominated this year and won an award. So we were surrounded by leaders who really believed in what it was that we were doing to celebrate the everyday heroes, because every Mm. woman has a story. And when I, I remember looking out when I was standing on the stage and Diane would be reading from her 16 font, like she'd read into the record. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Don't want to miss a nugget, right? And I looked out and as she was reading how meaningful it was to her to be standing on the stage because she said... And Diane's your lawyer. My lawyer. Yes. And she says, but I'm just an ordinary woman. Yes. 
And but look what she had done for you. And, and I could see everybody else in there going, but I have somebody that is inspiring to me. And that's when it started. Hmm. Beautiful. And so... So you had that wonderful experience of the first one, and it was very well attended uh, with leaders from the city and from the province. So congratulations on that. But, uh, you know, in the time that I've known you, I know that your brain just keeps going and keeps going. So what's the next move for that? You think, okay, that was good. People like that. Now what do I do with it? And how has it evolved from then until what happened here in Toronto last week? So... I all of a sudden had an awards program to create. So it was like, I've never done an awards program before. So it's almost creating something from scratch, but it was born from a purpose. It was born from a bigger passion for elevating women in the everyday heroes um, that don't necessarily step into the spotlight or receive the recognition that they should be receiving because they're making an impact, not just in our communities, um, but nationally and, and globally. Um, so that ended up turning into uh, an awards where we start off with nine categories. And then, of course, you never know the nominees that walk through or apply. Mm-hmm. So we sort of built the program as it goes. We had a selection committee, a matrix. I mean, really evolved the whole um, Women of Inspiration program over the next years. And it was always, let's do it. Let's put out a Women of Inspiration program. We have so many um, nominees and celebrate them. And then, you know, we debrief and then we and then we do it all over again the next year. But I always wanted to elevate that experience Mm -hmm. because I truly believe it's an experience. I wanted to create these awards like anybody walking off the street knows nobody in the room and leave like they can take on the world. After, and I was so fortunate and honored to receive an award, but I was literally hugging other recipients that I had never met before and I felt so comfortable (laughs) with them. Honestly, you just created this incredible energy. And I want to talk more about what it means to the award winners and to all the nominees. But we do have to take a break right now here at the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto and we'll be right back. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show here at AM 640 Toronto. I'm Joan Kelly Walker, and I'm thrilled to be joined today with Monica Kreshmer, who's the founder and CEO of the Universal Women's Network. The Women of Inspiration Awards support her and so much more. And we have been speaking about the Women of Inspiration Awards, uh, specifically where we left off before the break. We were talking about what it means for the nominees to be nominated and for the award winners to actually receive an award as a woman of inspiration. What do you think that that all the people are taking away from that? Oh, you know, the impact is like a ripple in, in the waves. You know, it's, it starts from actually being nominated. And, you know, if anybody's thinking about when our words go live and the nominations are open, that is the very, very first point is the trigger is to nominate somebody. And by nominating somebody, you validate all their hard work. You say, you matter, you have value, you contribute, and I appreciate you. And just that validation piece is so, 
you can't even put into words what that means. Women step into their confidence. Every Mm -hmm. single woman that I've talked to, regardless of the success that they've achieved, Mm -hmm. when somebody says, I appreciate you and I value your work. I appreciate what you've done. Because there's a lot of people out there that just, they don't feel that value within themselves. And what I really loved about all of the nominees was the major cross-section of people. It was so diverse, not only ethnically and as far as ages, but, you know, some of them had sold their business for $5 million. Some of them were second-year students in university. So, and then there was me. And, you know, I was like, do I actually belong? long here it was it was just an incredible empowering way of looking at women supporting each other so I thank you for that well and I thank you for this journey I think you know that is a perfect comment you know you said why me and you know I think that's a really true comment for so many women that are going they're out saving the world they're doing the amazing things like yourself you know, giving back to the community and doing it freely and doing it because they're of service. And then all of a sudden when somebody says, you're an inspiration, it's like, why me? Why? You know, Mm -hmm. it's unexpected, but wow, it paves the path for others to say, she can do it, so can I. Absolutely. And, you know, I firmly believe that it's all those little things that someone is doing from the goodness of their heart that really make change in our in our families in our communities in our cities in our country and uh, so I just think it's so brilliant that you're celebrating um so okay so let's move on here because we've got so much to talk oh, oh, about oh, wait I want to I want to stop here because I want to ask you a question because I want to say congratulations oh thank you to you I mean um firstly on being nominated because you went through that program process and it was a lengthy nomination Mm -hmm. package like it was in depth and you know so I just want to say thank you for doing the hard work and ask you how that felt um to be nominated and to receive that nomination Mm -hmm. well you know just the title woman of inspiration is um I mean that's a really lofty thing to put beside your name so honestly by going through the exercise of it all, I feel like part of it has really validated me to think, okay, I'm on the right path. I have a, a clothing brand where all the proceeds go to Breakfast Club of Canada, and I'm very proud of that. And it is small thing, well, not small thing, I mean, it's a huge thing Big. to be nominated. Those are things that help validate my journey, because sometimes no matter what business you're in, it you feel alone. And, you know, like, as we mentioned at the top of the show, that sometimes people are so busy trying to, you know, to get themselves noticed and their brand noticed, that sometimes the best way to do it is to just be calm and sit back and, you know, let things happen more organically, which is how I felt that this happened. Well, I I certainly see that happening, and I'm excited for your brand. I mean, and all those women that are your brand, you know that diversity, and I saw these stunning pictures. I know we're going in, di- we're going around a rabbit yeah, hole here, okay. but I, I I saw those pictures of your your line that you have in the stores, and I'm like, it's incredible because you were actually um, designing for the every woman, the mm-hmm. everyday women, um, all shapes, all sizes, all backgrounds, and it's gorgeous. Like so, kudos to you because you're really making an impact. So thank you. Yeah. 
It's but you know what? I really inspiring. want to talk about the role of men mm. in all of this because we can't have a conversation about inspiring one another without talking about the role of, of men. But we do have to take a break. So we're going to come back right to that point. And we'll be right back on the Dating and Relationship Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back, everyone, to the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Joan Kelly Walker, and I'm very happy to be joined today with Monica Kreshmer, who's the founder and CEO of the Universal Women's Network. And she also has something that, that she has created called the Women of Inspiration Awards. Right before the break, we mentioned that this year, for the first time, men were able to run for the Inspirational Women's Awards. Now, how cool was that? And... I loved having the men on the stage receiving their awards. What? How was that received, Monica? Did people think, okay, is there a role for men in a women's award celebration? Or did people just think it was a natural evolution? Like what, what kind of feedback did you get on that? That's an amazing question, Joan. So last year at the height of, you know, Me Too in 2018, um, I'm a my little boy he's 13 now and you know I'm woman empowerment I've got a women's organization and I've always been a huge advocate for women when I go to do my events I leave my young boy and I look at him and I'm like going where's his place I want him to know that he has a place that's so so important to help and support me on my journey so it was between the time of me too and I was seeing men being painted with that same brush stroke and then in my own personal life seeing my son and wanting to give him such a great role where he's actually so supportive of women and so I just thought that it would be a perfect um, place to launch Support Her to elevate the good men that are champions for women in their networks and their communities and the workplaces. Did you find that the men uh, that were nominated, were they hesitant to come out? I think it's still very new, to be honest with you. Um, I know that when we launched Support Her last year, um, I received nothing but warm accolades from women in and high leadership positions because what they said to me was, I am so glad that you're doing this because I didn't get here alone. I had male supporters along the journey and it's really wearing on me that men are being painted with the same brushstroke because all the champions that I have in my world, in my network, that have helped me achieve the positions and mentored me and advised me, I I wouldn't be here without them helping, supporting me on my journey. So, um, you know, making that move to actually put that into the program where elevating men was a simple decision for me. I wasn't nervous about it at all. Um, in fact, I found that it was really widely embraced by a lot of CEOs of large corporations because they know that they set the temperature for the entire organization. Hmm. Okay, so I've got like a totally different direction of a question here because this is the dating and relationship <laughs> show. So, and you know, not to get too personal, but um, so when you're in a relationship or if you're dating someone, do they find this whole thing intimidating that you're such a champion 
and you're so outspoken and you're such a creative thinker. How did how does that affect or does it your relationships or your dating life? So okay, this is like the big question. This is a really <laughs> interesting question because I I always say that I'm married to my business. And you know, so somebody in the rebuild mode, um, single mom who really has time for dating, to be honest with you. There's only so many hours in the day. And my complete focus has been, you know, raising my son and rebuilding my life. So as sad as it may seem to everybody else, um, <laughs> I date my business. And I have, you know, I'm I'm really happy about, you know, and I do the things that I do because I don't have that distraction. Mm-hmm. Right? So, hey, Mr. Distraction, if you're out there, I'm ready for you. But... I'm just saying that, you know, up until this point, I have really just been in rebuild mode and building my business. And I love it because I wouldn't have probably achieved the success that I've had if I had had some sort of love distraction. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay, so let's move on to um, being a single mom. Like we're kind of zigzagging around here. But um, what are the biggest challenges and obstacles and what would you say in your journey has been the biggest, greatest rewards? Because we have a lot of listeners that are single parents or maybe they're going through a divorce. Uh, what advice would you have for them? Oh, gosh. So probably speaking from experience, I think just the asking for help is probably the biggest barrier because you don't want to seem that you're not capable, that you're needy, um, you know, and and just it's easy just to say I'm fine when you're really not fine and you really need help and support. And a lot of it has to do with financial stability. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that people, when they go through the justice system, um, you know, here's an important thing is that women end up living in poverty because they can't recover from the courts, from the legal expenses. And they're too proud to actually say, I need help and support. And to be honest with you, there's not a lot of help and support um, in that area. You're just, if you're in the system, you're in the system. You can't get out. It's it's mm-hmm. something so I how, look to change. How do they get out? And how do you possibly change that? Like, what would What would be your thinking as a big picture thinker, high energy person, someone that's gone through this? How would you begin to make a change there? So number one, I don't believe that family law should be in the court system at all. Um, It's too adversarial. There's always a winner. There's always a loser. And it's usually the person with the biggest pocketbook that ends up winning. There's a way of having, you know, instead of a winner and a loser, having, you know, two winners with concessions. And that is called mediation. There's also, you know, one of our Women of Inspiration 2018 started Fairway Divorce Solutions. You know, so that is a great way where two people come together, they make decisions, and they go through the process. But once it gets into the courts, it is, you just, it's hard to get Mm -hmm. out. If there's one person that wants to fight, you have no choice. And it's often difficult. And we certainly want to support all of our listeners as much as possible. And we're here for you as well. Uh, But we do have to take a break. This is the Dating and Relationship Show. And I'm Joan Kelly Walker. We'll be right back. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. 
Welcome back, everyone, to the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Joan Kelly Walker. An incredible guest today, Monica Kreshmer, the founder and CEO of the Universal Women's Network, the Women of Inspiration Awards, support her, and so much more. Welcome, Monica. So nice to have you here today. So, okay, we have, uh, we've got a lot to get through uh, before our time is up. Now, I want to talk about something else that you have started called Mentor Her, which is a new mentorship program. And uh, you're saying that in one to three hours a month, you can mentor a woman elsewhere in Canada. How important do you feel that mentorship is? And like, what's your structure for that in one to three hours? How does that make a difference? So thank you, Joan. Um, that's I'm super, super excited about the mentorship program. We launched that in 2017, and it was based on, again, the core values of the company, courage, confidence, commitment, and integrity. So it fit nicely into quarterly themes. Um, this month, actually, tomorrow, we have our group mentorship call, and the theme is to take us through the end of the year on confidence. So we have a mentorship um, group call once a month where we invite women from across Canada and actually men are invited as well to join in the conversation and and then we talk about celebrating your success and this one the call once a month is really to build relationships with all of the people that are in the program all of the members in our organization so we celebrate your successes we give an opportunity to say hey you know when somebody says so nice to meet you what do you do and then you have that little bit of a pitch you get to elevator pitch your elevator pitch you get to test it out there right and and then all of a sudden there's a little bit of um, a guest speaker that will come on um, because we did a lot of events in person while with our organization growing I thought it was really important to bring that online as well so we have a guest speaker um, that will come and share her journey her success journey and then we end off with helping somebody overcome a challenge so everybody can put their minds together and and really come towards supporting that one uh, person with their challenge and what it actually happens is that you help more than just that one person person Mm -hmm. because they're vocalizing it but everybody else is feeling it too so those are really cool um, calls and then our mentors work one-on-one with their mentee and you know it's online so virtually anywhere in Canada and all of our women of inspiration end up becoming mentors in our program which is that circle of reciprocity that is so important because we didn't ever we don't ever achieve success without um, some help and support along the way mm-hmm. and that's why paying for that knowledge is so critical yeah and also in the workplace I, I find the more you can seek out people that will mentor you even if it's for a short period of time that building those types of relationships it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a friendship but I find that people are generally very happy to to help guide someone else and and pay back that way but it's you know it's hard for certain people to ask for that so you know this this is great to just put it out there even that much further so people think okay this is something I should be doing to ask for something for myself but a lot of people find it hard to do that and I think a lot of it too Joan is the commitment piece people get really scared about taking on more commitment and I Mm -hmm. think that's true for mentors as well as mentees but the beautiful thing that happens when you're in a mentor mentee relationship is both people win Um, there's that knowledge sharing where you know you're you might be a couple steps or way more than a couple steps 
above your mentee, but it kind of takes you back to the basics sometimes and you end up learning from that experience as well. And, you know, like one to two hours a month um, to commit to somebody to make a huge impact is huge. I, and I know that when I was going through my rebuild, I had a coach that I worked with and I, uh, much of it is a blur, but I know that that was integral for me to include that into the program because I know how valuable it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I think I'm hearing you say is that you have taken control of your own uh, future mm-hmm. and you're seeking people around you to help you support that and create that. And that's a really powerful message for other people uh, that are maybe freshly out of a relationship where they're wondering, like, how do I do this? I like, you know, a lot of people are in a fog of having small kids or working and having kids or being a single parent and, you know, running the house, running the having the kids. Um, it, it sometimes is difficult, I think, for people to just take ownership of that and say, okay, I need to plan. I need to Mm. sort myself out and how do I do that? And you know, one thing um, at the booklet for the Women of Inspiration Awards, I've never seen this before and how many galas have I attended? And I always flip through the books to see, Mm. you know, how they're put together. I love it. the back two pages are completely blank, except for on the top, you've written on one side, my manifesto and on the other side, my dreams. So you've given an opportunity here to remind people, especially not to do it at the gala, but to take it home and say, okay, what are my dreams? What is my manifesto? Right? So how do you how do you use those tools to further what you're doing? Oh my goodness. I, I always say that I'm operating on autopilot. Um I I definitely am very spiritual. You know, I don't know if it goes into that for this segment, but sure it does. I, I'm a very spiritual person and I stepped into my power actually when I went through adversity. I, I had the gut feelings and the intuition, but I ignored it. And, you know, when you when you reach kind of almost bottom level, you just reach for something bigger to help pull you through. And um, I, I definitely just seek answers mm-hmm. and I go. So um, I dream big. <laughs> all the time and I know the quote that says you know if you're if you're dr- if your um, dreams don't scare you they're you're, they're not big enough and I can literally say every day I scare the pants off myself <laughs> like good girl right it, but I mean that's what we're here to do mm-hmm. we're here to make an impact we're here to you know and to not be afraid to say afraid. here's what my dreams are and this is what my vision is but we can talk more about this after the break because we do have to take one and this is the dating relationship show and we'll be right back you're listening to the dating and relationship show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Joan Kelly Walker. Today, we have an incredible guest, a very inspirational woman, Monica Kretschmer, who's the founder and CEO of the Universal Women's Network and the Women of Inspiration Awards. Support her and so much more. So before the break, we were talking basically about your relationship with yourself. Now, a lot of people are are very focused on all their outward relationships, the relationship 
that they have with their coworkers, the relationship that they have, you know, with social media and how they're perceived. But uh, you are a real advocate for writing things down and really mentoring that relationship with yourself by writing lists. What is my manifesto? What are my core values? What are my dreams? And to really selflessly be honest with yourself and speak up about it. So what, what, uh, I guess my question is, how do people do that? I think you just start, you know, you just, you have, um, you just get out that blank page and you start writing and you know, it doesn't all of a sudden happen. You can't all of a sudden say, okay, Tuesday at two o'clock, I'm going to start manifesting. It doesn't happen like that. You have to be inspired by something. And that's what I had hoped that Women of Inspiration does for people is it inspires people to take action, to think bigger, you know, and that big may be something it's different for everybody. Um, but I think it's really important just to take that quiet time, cut out the noise, get rid of the naysayers that are in your world and just go, what do I really truly want? What What's meaningful to me? And I know that I've always, you know, I, it's like a little game for me now I, <laughs> because I just like, okay, so what am I going to manifest today? And, you know, things That's just beautiful. happen. I love, I need to do that more right? often. It's incredible when it's you have very powerful, the though. power of positive thinking is so strong. And, you know, like I'm already manifesting us doing this, you know, launching your brand and taking it on the roadshow mm-hmm. for 2020 for I'm Women in. of Inspiration. Okay. Like I see it flying off the racks. Yeah. yeah. Don't you? I do. I do. But, you know, I think there's the part maybe people get sort of like, okay, I got these dreams, I got these ideas, I got... But then it's the how part. I'm here right now. How do I get to that point farther down the line? It's that in-between planning, I think, is sort of... Well, it is entirely intimidating. If you're going through, you know, a bad breakup or something, and all of a sudden you want to be somewhere else it's like those steps that have to happen and they have to be concrete you need to be able to support yourself and your family and make that dream happen so I've got a little tip to share okay I call it a sticky party and you can do it for your business or you can do it for your your life but I I all it requires is like a pad of stickies right you know the four by four I love my sticky notes right don't you love them and so sticky notes and a great big sharpie marker maybe get all creative and you know a couple colors but really simple tools and I swear that when I was visualizing building Canadian business chicks I had I went on a hike for two hours I had my entire business plan on my phone while while I hiked I didn't really I'm lucky that I didn't trip, but <laughs> I came <laughs> back off a mountain, like honestly. And then I, and then I put everything on stickies and I just did it randomly at first. And then I organized it afterwards. So it's just to get the ideas out there and do a brain dump. So I did my brain dump and I put big lofty goals. Like i I put everything in there. And four years later, I'm looking at my vision board. Actually, it was in my dining room. My entire wall was full of them because I looked at it every single day and it wasn't too big for me because I knew I'd get there. And so, you know, as I looked back, um, you know, a year ago when I finally took them off the wall, I'm like, did that, did that, did hmm. that. But I, I first did a brain dump and put all the stickies down and then I rearranged them. And you'd be amazed how your mind 
will start moving you in that direction, but you do have to take action. You can't just sit there. You have to just make small steps forward. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you are so inspiring. Really, honestly, truly, it's, it's incredible to to learn this about you and about your story. So what's next for Monica Kreshmer? And Canadian Business Checks has a new name. Correct. And I heard something about California. What is that uh, part of the manifestation? Well, I'll just... Uh, so at Women of Inspiration this year, it was, you know, our my word for the year was evolve. And I knew that I would be evolving the brand. And part of our support her, you know, the male's champion... Um, you know, elevating the male champions. I wanted to make sure that our brand was embracing diversity. So that's where, you know, I decided to, you know, jump off the cliff and just change the entire brand so we commit to gender equality. So we bring um, men to the conversation so we can champion for women and advocate for women, but open up the doors so that we have men that are able to support her at the same time. Mm, so that, love that great big evolution of the brand, I just, you know, it's so fresh. We just launched it in Calgary on October 3rd and then Toronto on October 9th. Still going through that whole branding um, rebrand, but, you know, we're raising the bar and that's one of our slogans. We're raising the bar for others to follow because believe it or not, as much as we're forward thinking, there's still a lot of work to be done. And I thought, let's be Let's be trailblazers. Let's be leaders in there. And we are still supporting women, but we want to make sure that we are moving in the direction because together we are stronger. So it's exciting times for us. 2020 is more of raising the bar um, and expanding women of inspiration. I I know we shared a little bit about, um, you know, where my vision was. And I said, think rock star, think um, roadshow, think, you know, mm-hmm. cities, national cities I mean we're Calgary we're Toronto but let's do Vancouver let's do Ottawa let's get a great big tour bus and you know just do a show where we're actually moving from city to city and celebrating women and the men that support her along the journey so that's my vision for 2020. Mm. And we're almost out of time but what about words to live by do you have a favorite saying or quote or things that you always come back to? You know what? I have this one quote and it's kind of silly, but I always say embrace your crazy. You mm. know, people think that you're crazy because you're doing something that's not been done. And, you know, so my whole thing is, you know what? Even though somebody hasn't done it before, it doesn't mean it can't be done. And I always say, you know, just embrace your crazy, like be proud of that. And, you know, so I always, I always say embrace your crazy and, you know, like just do what makes you happy and the rest will follow. Mm-hmm. Embrace your crazy. We're going to stop right there and I'm going to do that. I'm going <laughs> to embrace my crazy and I'm going to manifest and I'm going to write down my dreams and I'm going to put everything on sticky notes all over my dining room. Monica, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Joan. And this has been the Dating and Relationship Show. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada.
Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.